0: Welcome to the episode 100 of the Front End Happy Hour podcast. This is a huge milestone. I'm actually really impressed that we've made it and been able to put out 100 episodes. I want to start the episode by actually thanking all of you, the panelists, for being part of it all. It's been tons of fun and I'm really impressed that you've all stuck with it. So I want to thank you all for, for doing it.
1: Yeah, I'm impressed too you're welcome
0: (laughs) are you impressed with yourself brian yeah
1: mostly all hundred i've been all on all hundred episodes
0: in spirit you have man i also want to thank all our listeners it's been amazing having so many people listen to us have drinks and talking about software engineering topics it's pretty cool we've received a ton of encouraging messages over the years from listeners that we've helped them from them listening to episodes So I think that's definitely, for me, has been always really inspiring to keep creating new content. So thank you all to our listeners. All right, well, let's start off by giving introduction of today's panelists. We have all of us here. Who wants to start? Mars.
2: I'm Mars Julian. I'm a senior software engineer in the Bay Area. And all thoughts are my own.
3: And Stacey. I'm Stacey London. I'm a senior front-end engineer at Atlassian, and all my thoughts are Mars's.
4: Derek. I'm Derek Showers. I'm a senior software engineer at LinkedIn for the past year now in New York City. And, yeah, my thoughts are, I guess, mine. Reed (laughs) Hoffman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Brian. My name is Brian Holt. I'm a senior program manager at Microsoft. And all my thoughts are definitely still Steve Ballmer's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, you're
5: Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan Anklum. I'm a senior software engineer at Netflix. And all my thoughts are with everyone quarantined, staying at home, worried about the coronavirus right now.
6: My name is Augusta Searn. I'm a software engineer at Twitch. And yeah, I have thoughts. That's all. it, bro. That's
7: <laughs> it, <though. laughs> it's nice. Uh, Jim Young, senior software engineer at Netflix. I don't really have anything clever to say about thoughts. Oh, wait. My thoughts go out to me because I'm almost out of LaCroix, so... Oof, that's <laughs> going to be a struggle. That's and prayers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And I'm Ryan Burgess. I'm a software engineering manager at Netflix. And actually, all my thoughts today are on this episode. In each episode of the Front End Happy Hour podcast, we like to choose a keyword that, if it's mentioned at all, we will all take a drink. And what did we decide for today's episode is our keyword... One hundred. Sweet. So if we all say the word one hundred, we will all take a drink. All right. So I figured to start this episode, it'd be really interesting to just really focus on talking about the history and background of the Front End Happy Hour podcast and Really talk through some of the various episodes we've done and highlight some of your favorites. But I, I figured starting with a bit of the history might be the best way to start. So the podcast was something I'd always wanted to do. I thought it'd be fun to just do a podcast. found we often do these types of conversations over drinks or just for fun anyways, so why not just hit record? The part about drinking came in pretty natural, having drinks around these conversations. But Brian and I were talking on a shuttle ride uh, back from Netflix uh, to San Francisco one day, and he brought up Drunk History. I'd never seen never seen the show, <laughs> but I mean, I have since. And had suggested, well, why don't we do that? We get really, really drunk and talk about front end.
1: Drunk JavaScript. That's was like... It was like a light that, bulb. Moment. I think that was
0: that was what it came to. It. And we did figure that we're like, well, that might be really hard to be a, on the technical side, being super drunk, and that so frequently,
1: we, right? Like, I don't want to be that drunk. If you, if you ever watch Drunk History, they're extremely drunk,
0: right? Like they they get drunk, then talk about the history. So we were like, well, why don't we just sit around and have drinks while we do the podcast? And so that's where the happy hour came in, and then. Luckily enough, frontendhappyhour.com was available, so there's there's the story. But then we needed panelists, and so that's where everyone came on here, and I'd be interested, what made all of you want to join the podcast?
3: Who was the third or the, the next person?
0: I would say the original people that joined were Augustus, Jem, and Ryan, and Brian. You and Mars joined later, actually, and Sarah and Sarah and yeah. D- Derek joined first too. Actually, that's that's true.
7: Yeah, Derek was first,
0: and yeah, Sarah joined. Sarah was original too, right? Yep, on the first yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah,
1: shout out to Sarah.
7: Pour one out for her. yeah, all the way in uh, Australia, mm-hmm.
6: Sydney. I-, I guess I can yeah, start. Uh, well, one, I missed Ryan because uh, you know Ryan used to be my manager, but actually, also, you know, you know, I remember when Ryan, when you were at Evernote, we used to do these kind of things. But not as a podcast. We would have like a Friday weekly front end tool meeting sync. I I don't even remember the
0: meeting name, but it was just like with like all the engineers or front end engineers. Yeah, it was
6: just, yeah, it was all the engineers who did a lot of front end. We would just talk about like all the new tools that were coming out. So, like when React was coming out, when Node came out and stuff like that. So, I thought it was like, that was like super fun. That was like the time where I felt I was learning a lot. And so I was excited to hear podcast was coming out for it so
0: well i think us honestly when i was at evernote i mentioned that would be kind of fun to do as a podcast yeah. too i think that's where i originally was like hmm, that'd be fun to do i had no idea how to do it but thought it was an idea
4: i guess i i um i remember we were talking about it, i think over drinks somewhere in yeah. san francisco and yeah i was at jaspers to, yeah that's uh, right yeah and i'd always wanted to do a podcast so i was like in immediately um And, uh, you know, I didn't know most, I don't think I knew anyone else other than you. Um, And so like, you know, I guess it's jumping ahead of it, but it it was just great to find a group of people that um, are super intelligent, like to drink and also very humble. Um, and so it's like the perfect combination. Um, so it was, it was great. It was-
1: I don't know if I agree with all those acronyms for all the panel. <laughs> well, you're just, de- you're
4: definitely accepting some of those, Brian. <laughs> Cheers. You hired me <laughs> at LinkedIn. This is your problem.
1: I'm
5: trying to think. I don't honestly remember exactly when it was. We, uh, we talked about it. I think very vaguely it was on an offsite. Uh, we had talked about it and I think it was at a period where I was doing a lot of, uh, speaking. Yeah. It just sounded like a lot of fun but i don't remember the details very well yeah i'm trying to remember it, that it could have been like one happened. of the winery off sites where we were already drinking a lot
0: beforehand wow this, they all blend together they, yeah and i feel like i love how it's always like
7: over drinks we decided this was a good idea
0: <laughs> over drinks we decided to drink more
2: theme here
7: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see i joined because well ryan you talked into it and it, like why not like worst cases it's a bunch of friends having drinks together we're having a conversation Ooh, that's terrible like, best case, and, and nobody listens. Like, who cares? And best yeah. case is, like, it takes off, and maybe we can help some people out, give advice, and give back to the community a little bit with some of the things we've learned, and just some funny stories. A bit of, bit of levity, occasionally. Remember, uh, you remember we started off, and uh, I don't think anybody's really called us on this on this yet, but... We don't do that many deep technical episodes anymore. No. Do you remember why we don't do that?
1: Anymore? Oh, I remember specifically. And you remember Roo. episode two? Yeah. Wait, wait, <laughs>
7: right, <which laughs> up? do you remember uh, why we don't do that?
0: I mean, which one? There, there are several to pull from. You say episode two, Gem. So I'm curious why on episode two specifically you thought we were talking about that was with Ben, right? Yeah, we were that talking about Lesh. RXJS with Ben Lesh. God why bless, specifically ben. that one?
7: I, I think that was the episode when we're like oh yeah all right so we got a good recording uh down we got you know we got audio we got that fixed we've got a good guest super smart guy ben lesh works at uh google now i think
1: no he's he's moved on to citadel securities
7: citadel there's a few people at citadel now anyways that's an aside so we're like all right he's gonna explain rxjs to us because this is this is the man who would know and then he started explaining trampoline scheduling And I'm like, oh, man, this is like super interesting, but I don't think it's going to translate well into a podcast because it's just it's so in depth and it's really hard to pick up deep technical concepts just from audio alone.
1: And like, to be totally fair to Ben, he was a lovely guest. This is like our problem because we drew that information out of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a super interesting conversation, but it's hard for people listening to a podcast, there's no visual cues, which he was actually showing us visual cues. And then you're also, a lot of people are listening on a commute. So they're not even able to necessarily be like, Oh, let me like try and sketch that or Google that on my drive. It can be difficult. So we've gone technical, but tried to stay fairly high level to just give you an introductory into some of those pieces.
7: I think we learned some lessons on that one, which is, yeah, we get technical, but it needs to be digestible chunks that like you said someone's commuting or riding their bike and they're listening to us that they can still pay attention to what we're saying and it's not it's not too complex it's a, it's actually a really hard problem like explaining technical concepts and just audio alone and no visual for sure
3: yeah. i think they jokingly call it mouth blogging on <laughs> shot talk show
1: Ooh, I, <laughs> and like I laugh that. I'm, i laugh when they say i'm that uncomfortable like... with that term <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Mars and Stacy, when did you all join?
2: Oh, I just had, I was just looking back on it because I couldn't remember exactly what the first episode I was on was. And it was um, women in tech as sort of like a guest panelist. And I think I just had so much fun ranting about being a woman in tech and drinking that I like slowly <laughs> just weaseled my way into like more and more episodes until I became like a... A full-blown panelist, so that was a that was a fun trip. you're actually
1: still a guest i don't know if anyone's told you that just like <laughs> <out every> episode.
0: <laughs> yeah i do remember that because yeah you started out as a guest that first episode and then yeah it was shortly after you joined us full-time stacy same with you you uh, joined us for a guest episode when you first that's moved right. to the bay area right
3: yeah yeah that's right um it's sort of like the the tangled web of everybody knows everybody sort of thing where uh let's see ryan uh og ryan and i we we used to work together in wisconsin and so when i came out before like what conference was it fluent
0: oh fluent Fluent. yeah Yeah. yep
3: yeah and like met uh ryan burgess and met uh, a bunch of uh the team from netflix at that time and then yeah and then when i moved out here it's like oh You've been working on Ember for a while. We want to do an episode on Ember and, and I was and I, th- I I thought it was hilarious cuz I'm like I am not an aficionado. I'm not like I don't have anything to say that like people care about, but um but I'm glad I did it. It was super fun and we uh, had a lot of old fashions on that episode oh, far too God. many old fashions <laughs> yeah that's the drunkest
1: i've got on any episode that's that
4: was up there that, that was the picture of old fashions yeah yeah, yeah.
0: oh yeah i made a pitcher. <laughs> was that the one where we chose the keyword as javascript oh i don't remember i even. don't remember either on that one that was a dumb keyword though for any episode <laughs> yeah oh no the best keyword by far was memory on the
6: rest of
7: the episode oh yeah episode, yeah. On, oh, yeah. episode yep.
0: with joffer hussein and he awesome. he kept saying memory
7: Remember when he came on that episode and he was like uh you know i really haven't drank a lot recently uh i've been trying to cut back and then like we just ended up saying memory and we're just like slamming him back the whole time I'm like this poor guy yeah we had some like i
1: think it was german beer that he wanted he's like oh i want to try that and there's like all oh, the Sweet summer child. (laughs) This is not going to go well. I was going to go great, actually. (laughs) It
0: was a good episode. It was great. It was entertaining for sure. Yes. (laughs) We've all been on a fair amount of episodes. What all do you enjoy about recording the podcast? What makes you continue as well? Geolocation.
2: Wait,
7: what?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I was was also... Oh, because I can't be there. That's why I can't be on the episodes
7: anymore. (laughs) Uh, uh, I mean, I keep doing it because... Well, it's a ton of fun hanging out with my friends. Honestly, since I've seen a lot of you in a few weeks, and some people I've seen in years now, Derek. Uh, it's like I, I forgot last time we were on our last episode when we all got together. I was like, man, I missed everybody. And every time I was like, you know, I don't really have that much to say. And then we get together, and it's like I, we just talk for hours on nothing, and we just hang out. I'm like, this is what friends do. We just, just shoot the breeze. And that's why I keep doing it. Uh, and the other reason is well ryan does all the work we literally do nothing like we record these and we send it and ryan does all the work <laughs> yep. and manage social media and all that and i feel bad and every every month i'm like i should help a bit more i should contribute Then then i don't and ryan <laughs> still does all the work so one shout out to ryan and two you make it like really easy to be on the set this podcast yes. yep
6: plus one 100 cheers Especially
3: 100 100, to that. 100.
6: Cheers. Wow. Wow. Oh, cheers cheers
3: yeah i guess i didn't expect to be asked to be a panelist at all like after that episode i was like that was super fun and then everyone's like hey you should come and like do these more and i'm like yeah i will that sounds a lot of like i had a really good time and definitely have made um you know a lot of good friends uh from this and and that to me like you know kind of what jen was saying it's just nice to like catch up with people that you care about and you have similar interests and it's you can easily talk about all these topics and everyone's interested in them and um, it just feels good to like know that you have a, a front end community, just with us, and then also with like the greater community. I don't know. It means a lot to me. And then I've had people reach out uh, to me like through like LinkedIn and other places. They're like, "Oh, I really like you know listening, and thank you so much." And that means a lot too. It's like, okay, I'm doing so whatever this silly thing is that we're doing. It's helping somebody, and and that means a lot.
0: Yeah, I think for me, it's I'm. Going to continue doing it and love doing it because I'm having fun. Yes, I do some extra work to get this thing out the door, but a lot of it is because ultimately I like, I have fun doing it with everyone. But then also, yeah, people are seeing value in it. And so that has definitely always been motivating too is, oh, well, people actually listen and care about this. So I guess I should keep pumping this out.
5: <laughs> yeah, for me, outside of this podcast, I don't have a lot of friends that are tech, into tech. And developers, well, I don't have a lot of friends, period, but outside of this. uh, (laughs) um, So I love getting on and just talking JavaScript and technology and life with a bunch of people that, you know, do the same thing I do for a living. Over drinks. Over drinks. Well,
0: that's always better. I feel like we should have tried to have 100 drinks this episode.
4: (laughs) Cheers.
0: (laughs) You just wanted to kill us all.
3: (laughs) Cheers.
4: I think to... To build off of what ryan was saying it's it's nice to um chat with other people that are into the same thing but also outside of your company i know a lot of you all are, are at netflix but i mean you know we all kind of work different places but even when we talk to people on um on uh, twitter or to listeners like i don't know just to, just just um talking to people um you know outside of our day-to-day is is nice and then you combine that with the fact that we're also like friends and drinking
7: is this this is the first like one of the few episodes where we don't have more people from netflix yeah i was there actually is. gonna say That's that true. there's
4: only three of us
7: yeah S- is that a before. first i don't know if it's a first but it's pretty it's, it's pretty, pretty close. rare to have this many people on i guess internet. i
4: forgot about who's not at netflix anymore <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
7: hashtag team microsoft Woo! team linkedin <laughs> i think it just goes to show from when we started how many years it was three years ago four years ago might have been four
0: yeah i think it's
7: four we've just come so far in, as individuals it's like crazy how like what has changed like for me let's see i've been i got married had a baby switched teams slightly uh i guess not that much has changed for me but some some people here have changed jobs like two three times already um change roles move from like junior to senior or mid-level to senior like move we've across all across the like country yeah it's only been a few years it's crazy yeah definitely
1: i've i've radically changed positions twice i went from senior ui engineer to staff uh engineer at linkedin then cloud advocate at microsoft and now i'm a program manager so i've actually had four very distinct very different jobs during this time i
6: got demoted <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> no 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 yeah yeah Uh, I I guess I'll say for me, like, I I want a plus one. Actually, I'm surprised no one said, I I just like drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, people already know I'm an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's just awesome talking with friends about something you're passionate about. I I don't know, for me, when I started getting into my career, I was just so in love with front end. I still remember in college, there's this, I remember... I was doing CS classes, and I was like, I really don't like Java. I-, I just don't know what it was, but I just didn't really like it. And then I did a web development class, and I just freaking loved JavaScript because you could just go into the console and do anything you want. And one of my peers told me, dude, don't do JavaScript. You're not going to find a job. <laughs> it's not going to work out. Java is the biggest language. I'm trying to give you like some really solid advice here. And I don't remember... I think I was seriously considering his advice, but eventually I was like, nah, I don't care. <laughs> and I don't know, it's crazy how things worked out, but it's, it's really cool to find a group that's super passionate about frontend. And I feel we're really fortunate to see JavaScript and frontend in general take off the way it has. In the fa- pl-
0: past few years, did you send him a link to the podcast after that? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't even remember his name.
6: <laughs> oh, oh no! The ultimate
7: diss. Uh,
6: sorry.
0: <laughs> so thinking back to this is our hundredth episode. Cheers! 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 Looking back on previous episodes, we've mentioned a few. But I'm curious to hear some of the previous episodes. What are your favorite episodes?
2: Can we mention ones that were like not recorded? I was going to say previous. that one from
7: Salt Lake City. <laughs> 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 I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> you hit an episode.
0: Yeah, so we're at React Rally. I think it was probably two or three years ago. And... We were recording an episode at, at, not on stage at React Rally, but while we were there. So we were doing that. And then we decided at 2 a.m. after the bar had closed, let's go back to my room. Uh, I have some whiskey there. Let's crack out the whiskey. We've already been drinking a bunch. Let's record the podcast. It was so bad. I didn't even listen to it. I just was like... It it was so bad. (laughs) You know, it's the journey that counts.
2: That was probably the worst hangover of my life the next day was (laughs) after that episode. (laughs) And I remember not making any sense at all but I, would, I decided it was a good opportunity to go on some kind of rant anyway um, so <laughs> you
0: knew what you were talking about mars that's all that mattered
2: so, oh i remember <laughs> but
6: no one else needs to know
0: <laughs> uh, my my favorite episode or at least
1: one of them and the one that i probably get talked to the most about is the imposter syndrome ep- episode i don't that's one of the earlier ones but apparently like that one was like super helpful to a lot of people to realize that like we all are also imposters and we're all just pr- putting on like the, the mask and going, I don't know. I don't know about you. Actually I do because you've all told me individually. Um, but, uh, I th- that one, I think it's been the most impactful from
4: what people have told That one and uh, the interviews one, which is also a really, really early one. I think there were like a couple of iterations of this. There was like one on recruiting, one on, but, um, but I remember the one, um, that we were really happy with way back in the day was,
0: yeah, I feel like we did quite a few with recruiting or like interviews and I felt like those were really digestible and like really helpful. You could almost apply them to any job, not necessarily even an engineer or even in tech. Like I feel like there was a lot of good information from some of the recruiters that we would talk with. Uh, we've had quite a few, a couple from Netflix, a couple from actually various companies that have been joined uh, joined on the episodes, which have been really good.
6: Yeah, I, I wanted a plus one that Like two that came to mind was the recruiting episode and also the negotiating salaries episode we had with Matthew Gerspin. (laughs) Just just because I (laughs) feel just because I feel those topics are kind of uncomfortable to talk about, but it's something you definitely want to learn more and know more about. So it's nice to just talk about it because let's be real, everyone is thinking about it. But I don't know. There's this kind of I don't even know how to put it. So. Some kind of barrier that makes it kind of uncomfortable, like goes against professionalism of sorts. So it just feels good to be able to talk about it with friends.
5: When I think back, I think the most fun I had was the the Rust episode for sure. That got (laughs) out of hand quickly, but it was so much fun. It was fun. And I, I think we peaked early on naming. I was looking back at the one with Ben. I think that was the best name we ever had. What was the name of it? That was Async and Drink. that is good it's good number two that is good (laughs) ah solid didn't get better from there
7: shout out to that that one dude on reddit who was like they'll never be able to keep up this naming convention for (laughs) anything drinks 100 episodes later we we've got it
1: we still got puns for days
0: cheers cheers
7: cheers Cheers. my favorite was the first episode because we had no idea what we were doing we're like let's just sit around right in ryan's apartment and record and we, we got drunk pretty fast. Yeah. I don't know. Were we doing shots on that one?
0: I think so. I think you might be right. Yeah, we started off. We started the keyword at that point, And I think we had, I think we were drinking beer, but then we also set aside shots to drink while we were saying the keyword. And the keyword was sprung. We hadn't planned on that. I think, I honestly think, Jem, you were just like, you know what we should do? We should pick a keyword. And if it's <laughs> mentioned on an episode, uh, we would all take a drink. And... I love it. I mean, we've kept it up for a hundred episodes. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers!
7: <laughs> Wait, no. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, the original idea was every time we hit the keyword, we we're gonna do a shot because we're like, ah, sips of beer. That- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's
0: what I meant. Is we had beer and shots. We had yeah. both. Yes.
7: We didn't do that again. I think we did that one time. Danger. <laughs> yeah. Danger. Sick. That was still one of my favorite ones. Yeah,
0: and then even then, for the first like. I feel like first like eight or nine episodes, we had one single mic and we just like set it in the middle of the room and all like drank around it. And I remember people were like, oh, my God, you're cheersing over the mic. And yeah, which I mean, yeah, it was annoying after a while.
3: I remember listening to one of the early episodes on a flight and I had to turn it way (laughs) up because like, you know, planes are loud. And all of a sudden, the, the clank of the glasses, and I almost like had an aneurysm. I was like, ah! so, so Definitely improved over time.
1: Yeah, my favorite guest from the
0: early episodes was Chico. Chico was on <laughs> many episodes. You could see him scurrying about. Yeah, we'd have to sometimes pause. Like my dog would start barking. We'd be like, okay, we'll take a second for him to chill out. Then back to going into
4: it. Do you remember on the first episode, I think we said, Oh, well, we had, like, some questions that we wanted to go over with that article. I think that, that's what we talked about. Yeah, first. yeah, we... Uh, the state of, yeah, the state of, like... That's it, right? yeah. And uh, I remember I remember we said, um, like, we'll ask a question, and we'll talk about it, and then we'll pause, and then, like, we'll do some editing later. And I'm pretty sure we'd, like, never pause, and, like, the rest is history, I guess. Like, like to Jem's point from earlier, like, we just, uh, I think that's what makes... So great is just never run out of things to talk about.
0: I know I edit things, but really the only editing I'm doing. We have multiple tracks going. Everyone has their own mic and their own audio track. Really, it's just making sure that the when someone's speaking, the rest of the tracks are turned off so
4: there's no background noise and cutting things that Brian says outright. But
0: yeah, I don't, I don't even think I cut that stuff. I I mean, sometimes (laughs) he has to be censored. We have to go back. We're like, dude, you you go fuck yourself.
7: Brian's the most censored editor. Editing editing is
4: so much easier since Brian's moved to Seattle.
0: (laughs) You can go fuck
1: yourself over New
4: York.
0: Editing (laughs) has gotten easier. Hey, I mean, to be honest, the first episode, it was our goal to just hit to be explicit. We we're like, no, no, we need to get the explicit <laughs> warning and we'll, that's, we'll set the tone there. Brian probably helped us along on that side. Yeah, you're welcome.
3: <laughs> I really like when we had Harry, Harry Wolf on just because he, he's so silly and like his humor is very silly and I I really appreciate that and like... I riffed off of that a lot and we yeah I just I had a lot of fun I laughed a lot in that
4: episode why didn't we get his laugh as a laugh track for like every episode (laughs) after that (laughs)
3: <laughs> we should
1: <laughs> well that's because when he laughs you can hear around
0: the country so you don't need a laugh track you can just hear it,
7: <laughs> can hear it, hear it. you know he's going
0: to listen to this and he is going to be laughing out loud right now <laughs> and i'll know <laughs> Shout out
7: to harry. harry harry is also one of my favorite guests uh we have i think we've had him on twice or is it just once i think twice that sounds right i think twice, I think twice. Right. yeah because, like, Harry is silly, and he makes a lot of puns, and you're like, ah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. But, like, he's deeply intelligent, and it throws you off with his puns, because you're like, he's just not paying attention, but he he really is. And I I always enjoy Harry, and we used to work together, like, a long time ago. Yeah,
1: the only thing that matches his intelligence is his silliness. Yes,
7: <laughs> and his punnery. Speaking of guests, I would never have met Shirley Wu. Like, what no, am yeah. a Shirley's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's been on many, many times, and yeah I hope to have her on many, many more times, but... She's one of my favorite people in the world. And it's just like, I wouldn't have met her without the podcast.
0: Yeah, it's funny is I think a lot of the guests that we've had on didn't necessarily even know us before joining. Uh, We just like maybe reached out to them and they're like, oh, okay, I'll just come talk to these weirdos on a podcast. I was kind of looking at a rough estimate of how many people were on. We've had 97 guests which is pretty crazy. I know not every episode we have guests, and that may have included Mars and Stacy for their first episode was likely a guest, but that's a lot of people that have joined us.
6: Almost 100. (laughs) Almost 100. Cheers. Cheers.
0: I remember one of the best
1: things we drink on Front and Happy Hour is we we bought Ryan a bottle of whiskey, an Octomore 7.1.
0: Which is actually probably my favorite whiskey of
1: all time. And then I
0: think yeah. we crushed it in an episode. I think we did. And that is, that is probably one of my favorite whiskeys t- to this day. I've bought a few bottles since because it is so good. Yeah, it's good.
7: But you, you got me a bottle
0: i did yeah yeah do you have it left we should be drinking it right now
7: i have lots left but, <laughs> <laughs> but we can't even share I'm it right here. now <laughs> i know you don't even live that far from me park across the street and we'll have to throw
0: it over the window yeah six feet apart speaking of episodes we've done live episodes which have been i feel like have been a lot of fun where we've actually gone up on stage at conferences and done live episodes I always find them really fun. And we will drink on stage, which is awesome, too. We don't we do not not drink. I mean, you have to. It's fun and happy hour. That's right.
3: It's also stage, stage fright, front of tons of people.
7: <laughs> it's stressful. It does help. Yeah, we've been to, what, four or five conferences?
0: Yeah, Forward JS. That's when I was on. So I think we've done Forward JS a couple times. NG Atlanta. React- React-A-Thon. Reactathon. SACJS. Like the
2: Sacramento one. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: SACJS. That was fun. And then actually, Stacy and I just recently did one in Ohio at Root Insurance. Uh, So not a conference, but that was that was a lot of fun too. Mm -hmm. We had strong drinks there too, Stacy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We've also recorded in a lot of cities too. That's the thing is, I think a lot of times people think about us recording in the same location, and that's not ever true. Like, I mean, we have some regular locations, but we've done a lot of boardrooms in all of our various companies. We've recorded in like San Francisco, Los Gatos. Sacramento, Atlanta, Salt Lake City, Redwood City, Sunnyvale, Columbus, Ohio, like there's a lot, probably missing some, but those are the ones that came to mind.
1: Well, we need to add Seattle soon, right? I think that's the idea. Yeah,
0: that is true. I did say we need to, we all need to fly up to Seattle to hang out.
3: I know you were talking about like memorable guests. One thing that I think has been pretty cool, really cool about this show for me is that We've had guests on that are people in the industry that, I don't know, I never expected to meet, like people that have written books that were like seminal in, you know, learning about the web or have changed the industry as a whole. Aaron Guffson reminded me of like that kind of person, like his book from 2011, Adaptive Web Design, like that. I was like, holy crap, we're good to meet him in person. That's amazing. And I think like being a little bit starstruck sometimes of some of our guests, it's really like quite an honor to like talk to them in person
1: yeah like sarah drasner right like that was yeah so... totally
7: yeah, sarah, sarah drasner, drasner. uh jaffer adi osmani uh, yeah uh, henry zoo henry Zo. Mm-hmm. like a lot of big name trey yeah trey sugar that was a good, a good episode too
1: i think that was
0: my first episode i ever missed
1: oh yeah oh, i hosted
7: yeah yeah you you were like busy with some sort of baby something like <laughs> yeah <this>? some bullshit <laughs> some some excuse really where it's like that slacker <laughs>
0: I think he still edited the episode, though. You did? <laughs> I, I did. Again, I did nothing. And I, I believe you all made fun of me or something, too, and I had to edit that. And I left it in, so I was like, all right, fair enough.
3: So, Jem, are you the only one that's ever, like, hosted in uh, absence of Ryan?
0: I think so.
7: I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Stacy was a little worried when we were in Ohio the other day, because I, like, cut my flights, like, really, like, tight actually a little close especially it was like right when COVID-19 was starting it was like this is a thing where flights were starting to get canceled and people were getting a little nervous it was right like days around that and I had my flight where I got in there like maybe a couple hours it was a couple hours before and Stacy's like what happens if he doesn't make it am I (laughs) gonna be hosting this
3: definitely had a like a giant little anxiety situation I was like wait what if his flight doesn't arrive and I have to host this whole thing oh my god
7: like another shout out to uh Ryan Burgess and the one time I host hosted it's actually really difficult because you have to like warm up everybody you have to key the get the questions correct um intro the person correctly like get their first name last name where they're from and all that stuff but also like it's an art to drawing out people to have conversations without being the main one talking yourself. Like it's easy just to keep talking, but you want your guests to contribute. And like doing that in a way that like balances out between commentary and just keeping the conversation flowing, it's actually really, really difficult. So Ryan, you do a really good job at that.
0: Thanks, but I'm pretty sure I talk a lot to you. <laughs>
7: I talk more, I think. Someone should, someone should make this, figure this out. We talk. The funny
0: thing is, is the podcast is also supposed to be a discussion. It's not supposed to be, even when we have guests, like I think we always say, like, don't expect that you have to be the only one talk, even though probably they are the subject matter expert. It's like, we're all going to be contributing and having those conversations, which I really enjoy too. So you all have asked the questions the same way. So it's not just me having to host either. Before we go into picks, what do each of you hope to see for future episodes or the future of the podcast?
2: More travel, I think, could be really interesting to like open up the kinds of guests that we could get to like you know to conferences but also to sort of different parts of the country where we could get t- well, like different guests from just like opening up the community a bit more that could be really fun. invitation
0: that like if people invite us we will come
2: sure why not yeah
4: you guys can come to new york but i'm not paying for everybody's flight <laughs> we're just gonna sleep in your house
1: we're just gonna sleep in your house
4: that's, fine. that's fine you can sleep in my house <laughs> i'm sure sarah will love to have
0: us all stay I mean, Sarah's been on many episodes. Yeah, too. talking like, about favorite guests. She's yeah. basically a panelist. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's probably been on the most as a guest. I would like, think so. I'm yeah. All guests. yeah.
1: I, I have one that I'm going to spring on you uh, unannounced is maybe you could consider doing a few remote episodes from time to time for <laughs> possibly people that have been on the podcast before that like being on the podcast, but can't <laughs> afford that frequent of flights to San Francisco. I'm just
0: throwing it up It's funny, we've had to learn uh, with COVID-19, we've had to learn how to be remote. And so we've always been in the same room but now we're learning so it is nice having brian and derek back like i feel like it works pretty well we should
2: put an ipad on a stick
0: oh i like that whoever
2: the the remote guest is and then we just hand the stick around a telepresence robot no nothing not as fancy as a robot just like duct tape but ipad (laughs) (laughs) or like to
1: augustus's back or
7: something like that (laughs) (laughs) i'd say more feedback from the community those are always helpful one of i think one of the most satisfying things is traveling abroad, even to a different state or a different country. And so on. it's like, oh, you're on Front and Happy Hour. I love Front and Happy Hour. I love the pics, usually about Stacy's music picks. but <laughs> uh, they're just like, oh, I-, I love how casual and approachable you all are. And you work at like the biggest tech companies that I want to get to someday. And I just really appreciate your down to earth style and advice. And usually the episodes where people are like, hey, you know, could you do an episode on this? They usually turn out to be really good episodes because that's like, we're doing this so that we can help the community if they have feedback. Those are good. Uh, the recruiting episodes are usually some of the favorite ones just because they're tangible and they're they're to the point that people want to talk about and they want to like kind of demystify all this stuff, like recruiting and interviewing, things like that.
6: I guess for me, plus one to actually Brian stole mine because I also would love to see us do a lot more remote. Uh, this whole COVID-19 thing has been a very adjusting kind of thing that we all had to go through and... I don't know. It's really cool to see us. We're still trying to make an effort to make this all work. Yeah, I I also want to plus one the feedback because I don't know. I've always been concerned we'd run out of ideas. (laughs) There's like always like oh crap, what are we gonna do next time? We talked about React twenty times. I don't know, but so I I think if the community was open about hearing talking about what they want to hear, you know, there's always new things coming out, and we can always try to like look into it or find people that know a lot about it and we can talk to them about it
0: wait does anyone else worry that we'll run out of topics not
6: anymore no, i'm the only one all right whoops
2: i also feel like on similar topics we can have something new to say and i don't think we, we we haven't really recycled topics much but i think that the same topics can come up in like different flavors and depending on what's going on in the community
7: we could start over from episode one and just start talking about that again and it would all be different because things have changed from four years That's ago. That's true. We just like, go back through the list yeah. and nothing's changed. Let's see. Uh, we still don't have um, web components, really. <laughs> no. <laughs> like any, That's true. any day yeah. now. No, wait, we, we had Trey.
1: Like, Trey was on for web components. That was
7: like two years ago. Yeah. Right? So so it's like, the So hasn't now. changed at all. <laughs> Nothing has changed. <laughs> Frameworks have changed a little bit. Vue has come along when it wasn't really a thing. Four years when we first started. I
0: mean Sarah Drasner wasn't on the core team when we first started talking with her and now That's she
7: true. is. That's true. That's true. I've, I think what, what has changed most is what we we've said on previous episodes where web development isn't just I do JavaScript and I do HTML and do CSS and all this stuff. It's now like you do the back end, so you do node for the front end, or you support you do accessibility or you do the style style components and things like that. Like the front end has changed a lot since we first started. It's only been four years, which is crazy. But now yes, it's it's, that's true. it's really rare to find that like all around person who just does like everything on the front end. It's more specialized at this point. So I mean, we <laughs> we should do an episode on that, which I feel like we might have. No, we haven't yet.
3: Yeah, I, I think the reason that a a show centering around front end will probably la- could last forever is that this entire layer and stack has changed so much over since the late 90s until or even you know mid 90s all the way until now it's massively changed every few years and all of us have had to like either relearn something or learn it and apply it in a different way a different framework a different uh way of thinking about something and It's like, that's, I I think that's why maybe a lot of us have stuck with it too, is it's interesting. It never gets boring.
0: (laughs) It's always a constant new challenge. You are always learning throughout my entire career. It's just something new that I've had to learn or even something that I thought I knew. I learned something brand new that made it easier or better or more efficient.
7: I mean, as long as, as long as there are computers and the world is not full of programmers, there will always be a need for a front end of some sort. It doesn't matter how advanced the computer is. You got to build something that people can interact with. And that's what we do.
0: All right. Let's hop into another favorite piece of our episode is picks, which since we've been sharing a few different stats and updates, did you know that we've had 1,123 picks already in from the hundred episodes actually so from the 99 episodes but we're gonna cheers anyways cheers cheers cheers
2: cheers.
0: Cheers. at the end of each episode we like to share pics of things that we found interesting to share let's go around the table and share pics for today's episode who wants to start it off i
7: mean i'll start since i usually go over time anyways because usually I'll get on some rant and then someone will make a pick. I'll go off another rant. and so, oh I should have mentioned that. That's why I'm on a podcast. So I can do rants and <laughs> someone else my wife and my cat have to listen to them now. It's, it's very satisfying. Um, one of my picks, it's not officially a pick, but I'll, I'm going to give a, uh, a shout out to Drew Town on Twitter. He went through all of our front and happy hour picks and he parsed them out. And then he listed out who did the most picks, who did second most picks and all that. And he's building an app right now to like sort out all the picks. That's awesome. I, I love that kind of community involvement. But That's cool. Nice job, Drew. That's <laughs> I'm awesome. Excited to see what happens out of that because I don't even know what our picks are. But my first pick is—I'm not going to start with my Valley Silicon pick because
0: people do love the Valley Silicon picks
7: <laughs> it's too. It's my favorite I, I thing because it's just—it's just ludicrous. Uh, but my first pick is not Valley Silicon. It's a TV show that I've been binging hard. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's called Rhythm and Flow, and essentially it's a reality competition for hip hop. And it's just uh, someone who's really into hip-hop and just the various uh, styles and work that goes into making, like, one good song. I'd love this show. I've been binging it so hard. The talent is incredible. I'm on the fence about Cardi B. I <laughs> she's one of the judges. So the judges are Chance the Rapper. You've heard of T.I. and Cardi B. And Cardi B, like, plays kind of like, she's like, I don't really know what's going on. haha, <laughs> I'm funny. But I'm like, she's acting. She's really, really smart. Because you don't become that successful by accident. Alright, anyways, that's again a tangent. The show is worth watching. Watch one episode, see if you get into it. If you like hip hop, I guarantee you're gonna love the show because it's just a really fascinating look at the industry.
5: Have you looked up all the artists on Spotify
7: yet? I haven't finished the season yet, cause I, so I don't know what happens.
5: Everyone's on Spotify. The fi- I guess most of the finalists. I've looked up maybe the top six or seven. They all have albums on Spotify right now.
7: I like to the when you. Get, I'm at the like they are five left or so. Late. I assume at that level they're all pretty talented and they could all make a pretty good album. I know they're looking for like the next superstar, but the level of talent is just impressive, Uh, especially in different styles from Chicago and Atlanta and um, the East coast. Just, they all sound different. I think a lot of people don't realize like hip hop sounds different depending on where you are and West coast style sounds very different from down South style. Anyways, I'm rambling. Uh, I've been watching a lot of rhythm and flow, staying up late feeding my son. Uh, My second pick is my Valley Silicon pick and What's a problem you all have right now, especially with the coronavirus? Toilet paper. Anxiety. (laughs) Yes, yes. These these are all real real problems. Uh, Toilet paper. So I'll I'll extend it to groceries. That's a real problem. You know, how do I get my groceries into my house though, right? So I go out, I can get them, but how do I get them into my house? So I can get Whole Foods or, um, you know, Walmart or whoever to deliver groceries to my house, but there's no one there to put them in my fridge for me. This is a real problem. Fortunately, this is <laughs> Silicon Valley and there's a startup that just started that they if you order groceries, not only will they bring them to your house, they will stock up your kitchen for you. So they'll put your groceries away, nice and organized, take a picture to show you that they're in where they're supposed to be. And they're solving this really real, this very real problem, you know, like who's going to put away my groceries? Don't worry, there's <laughs> there's plenty of venture capital money. Wow. Uh, the startup's <laughs> called Jupiter. Guess this is the real thing. I'm not making this up. There's a startup that will deliver groceries into your kitchen for you uh they said with the coronavirus outbreak they're no longer doing that which is kind of the main appeal of this startup i don't really get how they are different from instacart at that point but hey who am i to judge it's valley silicon it's a crazy world we live in.
3: do you have to give them your key or like if yes
7: it makes no sense <laughs> what like the level of trust you have for some startup with no no accountability no liability to you give some stranger your key and you're like hey don't don't steal anything from me. Don't like <laughs> F up my house or don't use my bathroom. All right.
3: I've got two picks, both music related as usual. The The first one is United We Stream. It's a, I guess, a group of musicians in Berlin that all got together to try and save club culture and DJ culture and in Berlin, just because... They're in the same sort of lockdown scenario, and people aren't allowed to go out. And they're just worried about kind of a lot of people losing their jobs and and losing that culture. And Berlin's got such a great club culture for techno and electronic music. So they are streaming. So they'll have some of these uh, musicians like spinning live in one of the clubs, and they tell you when it's going to happen, and then you can just watch and. Enjoy from the comfort of your safe at home orders in your apartment. So that that thought that was really cool. Um, you can donate money. You don't have to pay money, but you can donate money. That's kind of the whole point of it is to help raise raise money to for that. And then the second pick is a song called Pious and Tacit by Ponta Du Prince. It's a new album. It's off of the new album uh, Conference of Trees. Uh, he's a German producer and composer. Um, I thought the just this, this description was pretty cool he's like the album works to answer a long asked question what does it sound like when trees communicate <laughs> <laughs> the it. natural instruments are laid on top of each other an electronic beat creeps in as to as if to symbolize a human attempting interforest communication <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's it's deep but it's a really cool song I like it um check it out it's good to Good, good, to listen to. while you could.
4: All right, Derek, what do you have? Um, so, I guess since I've been on the podcast, I've had some new things happen in my life. One being having a baby. Um,
1: and Yay!
4: So. And so, one, so I most of actually most of the things that I've purchased is has come from recommendations from Ryan. But um, one thing that hasn't, I don't think, come from you that we really have enjoyed is this um, subscription delivery service called Lovery, Lovevery. every, I think it's pronounced. Um, but they basically send you. Um, um like a quarterly shipment and it's all tailored after the age that your kid is like developmentally um and they said it's like everything's like really nice like they send you um like a book that like tells you what you're supposed to do with your kid and like at that developmental age and things to look for um but also i really like that everything is like made from recycled materials and it's not like plastic shit. it's like uh, it looks nice and it's also Um, stuff that has been recycled. So um, I really like that. And the other thing that I've really been into, I had like a couple of months off to spend time with the baby. And um, during nap times, um, I really have gotten into cooking a lot. And so um, I think most of this was based on um, kind of like on the whim decision to by a year subscription to masterclass. Um, and so the one masterclass that I watched that I really, really liked, actually he has three of them, is Thomas Keller's masterclass. Um, he's um, one of my favorite chefs, um, American chefs, and uh, he does he has three of them. Um, and it's more about like refined cooking, uh, but it's really interesting. Learns like I just learned a lot of techniques from it, which is what I wanted to get out of it, versus just recipes. Um, so if you're looking for that type of thing, I uh, highly recommend it. I guess this, what do you have?
6: Ooh, sure. So I have two picks. Uh my first pick is this comic um called The Wuhan I Know by Laura Gao. Um yeah, this was just uh, this kind of started getting a little viral on Twitter, um but for people who haven't seen it, it's just like this little short comic short story about Wuhan. Um for those of you that don't know uh COVID kind of originated from there and it's unfortunate that a lot of people associate this province in, or um this area in China uh for this virus and you know, just a disclaimer don't be a dick to asian people i mean we don't like it as much as you and it's just unfortunate that came from us and you know, i think at like a time like this it's really important that we're united and we're working together um for this so yeah let's not try to
0: shout out to china for getting it under control
7: though too yeah better than america quickly yeah <laughs> better than everybody
6: yeah yeah we there's a lot of cooperation that's happening because, you know, because China is so much farther in this, and including Italy, you know, they're sharing us all their data of what's happening. And it's really important that we kind of keep that connection rather than, you know, distance ourselves from that. So just want a reminder of that. And I thought the comic was very cute. And yeah. Uh, and then my second pick uh, is. Uh, a sub app from Spotify called Stations. I don't know how many people know about this. I just discovered it and it's just a simple music app that they have that you can just choose music by topics and it's very catered towards your li- your liking. Uh, very, I think it's kind of similar to Pandora uh, and I thought it was really well designed
0: so check it out. Nice. Ryan what do you have?
5: All right so my first pick I wanted to stay uh, on topic with the episode and it is Santa Cruz Mountain Brewing Company. Brewing Company. Uh, every beer I've ever had from them has been really, really good. So I uh, highly recommend them. I uh, might have a little bit of trouble finding it outside of the Bay Area, but if, if you do, definitely pick that up. I'll ship me some. All right, next time I'm there, I'll ship you some. Uh, the second pick is a game called My Brother Rabbit. Uh, I got this for my... My daughter, who's eight years old, on the Switch, Um, it's a puzzle adventure game, and it's a great way to eat up a a bunch of time, um, especially when you're stuck at home right now and you have nothing better to do. So check that out.
1: All right, I got three picks today. I'm going to pick a music one first. This one's called A Little Rhythm and a Wicked Feeling. It's an EP from a band called Magdalena Bay. Uh, It's a kind of upbeat, poppy... Uh, kind of dream pop kind of band. I, I find myself listening to a lot of very, like much more positive music these days. Like I really like the new Childish Gambino, but it makes me sad. So I can't listen to it very long. Right. So I like, I have Magdalena Bay and Oh Wonder and a bunch of these bands kind of like playing constantly so I can like not sink into the pit, the pits of dis- uh, depression. So uh, definitely check that one out. It's a really good one. Uh, second pick here. Uh, the, the other panelists can see behind me. I have a Peloton bike right behind me. I'm not necessarily <laughs> picking Peloton in the sense of like get a bike, but I'm picking it in the sense that they have a 90-day free trial right now so that you can anyone can try it out for 90 days and like do workouts inside of their house.
2: I picked that last Did you? time.
1: I am re-picking it <laughs> yeah. because uh, I, I gave it to my do sister it. and she started doing it and she's loving it. So they have like the yoga and the cardio and all that kind of stuff. Uh, And I like that stuff I do every day. Um, and then my last one is there is a fund, which we'll put a link to in the, the notes here to donate directly to the university of Washington's COVID-19 response fund. Uh, so if you donate to it, it's directly going to like masks for professionals and like all, um, like taking care of the staff and like all the stuff directly for helping out with the outbreak directly in Washington. Uh, like I'll be donating to that dire- until the, the crisis is over. I would encourage all of you to donate either directly to that one or to some sort of response fund uh, until it's over.
0: Mara, what do you have? Two
2: picks today. Uh, the first one is an app that a coworker of mine told me about. Um, there's been a lot of anxiety around this whole situation for me, and it's called uh, Simple Habit, and it's just a meditation app. Um, and I haven't really been very good at meditating before, but they had like a good starter kit and they have this interesting on the go feature where you can sort of just put in like, if you're having like a rough day at work, do you need five minutes? And it just sort of like gives you something. So I thought that was really interesting for previous times and for now. And my second pick is, um, a website called, uh, backgrounds.win and it is the Zoom Backgrounds Award, the... So basically, if you have an interesting Zoom background, they're taking submissions for the next few days, and then they're going to sort of like pick the most interesting Zoom backgrounds that they see. So just a little bit of humor um, that, that people have been coming up with during these, during these times.
0: Awesome. All right. And I have two picks both hopefully to keep you from not being bored. I have two Netflix originals, which I feel like that's probably someone needs to calculate how many Netflix originals we've chosen in picks. There's probably been quite a few. Ozark season three is amazing. It's such a good season. Uh, I feel like that whole series has been good, but I was really impressed with season three. So I highly recommend checking that out. And then another great show that I've been a really big fan of is La Casa de Papel season four has just come out as well. And it's, uh, I'm not done it yet, but it's really, really good so far. I was surprised. Like the first season was so good, but then I was like, yeah, how are you going to kind of build off of that? But there's now we're on season four and it's still really, really interesting.
7: You know, I, I tried, I, I love heist movies. As, as you know, I, I love a good heist. And, like, I watched the entire first season, and I just robbed the bank, man. <laughs> just get done with it. Like, let's move on. It's so long. I, I, don't, I guess I'm just, I'm probably not that long of an attention span to to hear the, like, really complex stories. I think it's a really good show. It just didn't strike my fancy.
0: There's much. a lot of drama that goes along with it. It's not just the heist, and maybe that's It's it.
7: mostly drama. Like, yeah. the heist is, like, a background to the drama, <laughs> but...
0: They're like five minutes of heist and drama. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> that. That's
7: exactly right. But it, yeah. Uh, and I did start listening to the heist podcast because I do like heists. And Ryan, you're right. That's a good podcast.
0: Yeah. It's, I think that was, I chose that on the last
7: episode. I think so.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to today's episode. You can find us always at frontendhappyhour.com. You can subscribe to us on whatever you love to listen to podcasts on, whether it be Spotify, Google Play, Apple, whatever it is. Uh, You can also follow us on Twitter at FrontendHH. And as Jem and others have alluded to, like we want to hear from you. So if you have feedback for us or episode ideas, like tell us about it. And also leave us a review on iTunes. It actually allows others to hear about the podcast. So maybe they'll enjoy it as well. Any last words? Keep it 100.
3: Cheers
1: 100. Yeah, cheers
0: 100 to 100 more.
1: Yeah. 100
0: more.